You're listening to Less Stress in Life with hosts Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher. We believe life with less stress and more energy is possible with the right tools, strategies, and knowledge. So we bring you real conversations around the stress of relationships, money, and the daily hassles of life with guests that will inspire, challenge, entertain, and motivate you to take action. Hi, I'm Deb Timmerman. And I'm Barb Fletcher, and we're here today to uh, have a conversation with Alex Crisois. And Alex has been in real estate since January 2010 and joined Patriot Realty in July of that year. She specializes in residential real estate, helping clients buy their primary residence investment homes. Alex brings 20 plus years of business to business industrial sales plus nearly 10 years of accounting experience to her work in real estate offering data and research for her clients as well as straightforward guidance based on her experience. We're pleased to have Alex here today to have a conversation. (laughs) So, So good to see you. How are you? Oh doing great. How about you two? I'm well. That's great. So Alex, tell us a little bit about what your day looks like as a realtor. Well, as of January 11th of 2021, this brand new year, I have started my day going to the gym because finally I realized I need to do something to improve my attitude, to increase my energy, to improve my sleep, and something for stress relief. So that's how my friend Paul and I are meeting at 6 a.m. at Planet Fitness. And we're there for about an hour. We do a combination of cardio and weights. And it has been a lifesaver for me, really. So that's, and quite frankly, I also, because I struggle to keep up with my things at home, housework and chores and such, I also a lot time in the morning, either before I go to the gym or after I come back, you know, so I'm still sweating, right? <laughs> and I do chores for the day. And then I can go ahead and take my shower and get dressed up in professional clothes and move on with my real estate day. And frankly, every day is different. It's, it's a, that's one of the things I love about real estate. It's very exciting. (laughs) But it's also one of the things that can be super frustrating. So you said as of January 21, you started this new habit. Tell us about 2020. What did that look like for you? I had not been exercising consistently in a very long time. Uh, Okay, years, I'll be honest. And I've been in and out of exercising for way too long. It's just, why don't I just develop the new habit and stick with it. I wish I could understand that. Last year with the coronavirus and the shutdowns, I really struggled. I struggled mentally, quite frankly. I was very lonely. I was very stressed. I, my business suffered because of it. Um, We weren't able to work for six weeks, but it had more to do with a lot of other issues going on as well. Anyway, I started into this year and I realized I just had to do something different. Um, Last year, I had about half of the business I normally would have. Now, on a positive note, though, 2020 gave me the time to 
really sit down and reevaluate my life and my work. I love real estate. I thoroughly enjoy working with buyers and sellers. But after over 20 years of being in business to business sales, I know that burnout is a real thing. And if I want to be my very best for my clients, I better take time for myself. I better have some boundaries around my time, do the exercising, eat healthy foods, drink my water, whatever the case may be. So 2020, from a positive perspective, was my reset. And now I'm much more concerned about not necessarily having balance in life, because I don't know if that exists, but just integrating my personal life with my business life and making time for people. Okay, you're going to think this is crazy, but I'm an introvert. You believe that? No. Yeah. I don't okay. believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I, Deb, you and I know well, each other well enough. The fact is, and maybe there's another term for it, but when I wake up in the morning, I have all the energy I'm going to have for the day. And as I go throughout my day, it just decreases and decreases. It's just, it's just the way I am. So by the end of the day, I need my alone time. I need to preferably end the day reading a good fiction book, not looking at the screen. Oh my God, that blue screen is nasty. <laughs> and then giving myself that downtime so I can sleep effectively. That makes sense? Oh, it does yeah. to me. Yeah, I completely agree, Alex. I'm I'm an introvert as well, and and you're right. The first thing in the morning, we we we're full, and by the end of the day, we're we're ready for some quiet and uh, some recharge time. Yes, absolutely. And of course, um, both of you know I had worked with Deb Timmerman. Um, it was in 2020 into the beginning of 2021, and so I learned about the Heart Math. I have the Inner Balance device. Uh, I learned about the quick coherence technique and I don't have my results in front of me, but Deb realizes when I, oh, she described me. Was mm -hmm. it August or fall of last year? I'm sorry. I don't remember for sure, but I think it was fall. I walked into her office and she told me later, my eyes were dead. I just mm -hmm. could not deal with one more thing. And when we finished our 13 sessions together, Deb, how did I look that last day together? Like you do right now. Uh, so we're taping this on Zoom as well. It, Alex is radiant. Um, she is a different person now than she was. And I could recognize that in Alex because I've been there myself. And you look in the mirror and you see that vacant stare. And you think, oh, there has to be more to life than what I'm experiencing right now. So Alex, how did you get there? How did you get to that space where, you know, it didn't feel good? And, and when you arrived on Deb's doorstep, what, what were the kinds of things that were happening in your world that created that level of stress, that level of just burnout and fatigue? Boy, that's a great question. In terms of my real estate work, so I got licensed at the end of 2009 and basically started the very beginning of, of January, 2010. Um, I got into real estate because I was one of the people who lost a job during the downturn in our economy. I spent most of my business to business industrial sales career 
selling metalworking cutting tools. Well, tool and die companies, machine shops, manufacturers, their businesses were down. And so I lost my job and I was not 20 anymore. <laughs> That's the way I term that. And I tried looking for jobs and I, was, I wasn't able to get hired. It was awful. So I knew a lady who had owned a brokerage, real estate brokerage south of Grand Rapids. I joined her for about the first six months of my career. And then I realized I needed to be closer to home. So I, I joined Patriot Realty in July of 2010. But real estate is straight commission. And I had only been on straight commission once before, but I was still an employee and had benefits and, and other, other benefits to the job, right? So I found myself running scared, to be honest. It was like, oh, I have to call the people I used to, to deal with when I sold tools and I have to do this and I have to do that. It was frantic and it was from a place of fear. And I networked, oh my goodness, I networked like nobody's business. I finally got to a point, yeah, yeah, it was at the end of 2017. I said, 2018 is my year of saying no. So I chopped out so many networking groups because I couldn't do it all. That progressed to, well, I also have a personal situation. I have, uh, my gentleman friend had moved in with me in early 2008. And in spring of 2015, he talked with me about, he felt that we needed to part company because of an age difference. And he's gonna be coming back one more time in mid-April to finish moving his things down to Tennessee. He's been down there most of the time for the past three years, but a six year split. It's a very cordial split, but to me, it's kind of, now that I look at it, it's kind of like taking a Band-Aid and tearing it off very slowly. It's painful. It's painful. And even though this is what has to happen and we're parting on good terms, that's been very difficult. And that relationship really hurt my real estate business because I was not able to focus on my business like I wanted to um, because the relationship wasn't nurturing the way I wanted or needed it to be. It's kind of a storm, a storm of personal issues, trying to find my way through real estate. And it's really, it's not, it's a never ending type of thing. I'm still working it out, but at least now I have tools to be more calm and more logical about it. And I guess one term I've, I've used in the past is I now have more emotional distance between myself and my work. I love what I do, but for instance, I used to chase clients. Oh, I wanted to prove myself to them. I wanted to have the opportunity to work with them, whether they were going to be buyers or sellers. And it was a neediness. It's not an attractive trait. So that's one of the things I decided for this year. I'm being super honest here, right? Yeah, I'm not. Of course. When I meet with people, I tell them my approach. I say, this is what I'm all about. I realize real estate is emotional. My approach is to look at the data and research and guide you in the way that I would want to be guided. I want the truth. Don't just- I love that you're detaching from the outcome because that's, uh, you know, I, I think, and Deb and I would both agree that that's one of the things that's most important for us. We, we can help people understand what it 
what's available to them, but they choose the journey and we, we need to be comfortable with whatever choice you make. One of the things that was really um, interesting is that, you know, we've often thought about stress in, stress at work and stress at home. And, you know, the picture that you're sharing shows that it was, you know, it was all around you. There was no safe place. Oh, oh, Barb. <laughs> yes, I could not escape. I could not. Escape. And that was that I think that storm of stress coming at me from everywhere was what caused me just to almost stop, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I was okay with it. It was like, I don't care. I'm just I'm tired. That's all there is to it. Yeah, thank you for recognizing it. It's true. That's a perfect description of the burnout process and how it is compounding and cumulative. And then all of a sudden, one day, there's that last straw or that drop of water on that teaspoon that makes us just spill over. I heard something else in what you described, Alex, and that is that mm -hmm. you had gotten away from your core values and now even from your business standpoint, if, they're, if your clients are not aligned with you, you're okay that it's not a good fit because you're looking for people who are, who have the same value system as you. So, it, so when you're together in relationship, you can be on the same page. Absolutely. And it's interesting when we let it happen naturally, mm -hmm. beautiful, it's beautiful. And what's been happening lately is bit by bit, I get a phone call or I get an email. I get people reaching out to me, people I've met through real estate, through networking, through church, wherever. And they are absolutely perfect for me. It is such a godsend and I'm so grateful for it. It's, and I'm, and the other, the, just as good as that. I'm actually not worried about where the business is coming from or where the money is coming from. And that has never, and I will say part of it is because of my work with this new church. I started a new church in, on August 2nd of 2020 and immediately walked in and felt at home. Just, it was overwhelming. It has been so nurturing for me. So being able to have the social connections there to have the people I can see on a regular basis and, and talk and laugh with and go out for a bite to eat has been awesome. It's, it's been such a journey. So clients are coming my way. New friends are coming my way. Who knows? Maybe on down the line, the right man will come my way too. You know what? I'm going to trust it's going to happen when the time is right. How's that for positivity, huh? <laughs> Deb is life laughing. Is, you. Life is meant to be easy. Yes. Yeah. And I have made it hard for so many years. And it's like that. It wasn't working. It just wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole different mindset in a whole different pair of glasses you're wearing now than when you um, first started on this journey. What, 
what do you think the key is for you moving forward to maintain that beautiful, positive outlook? Well, I didn't mention about my morning routine. Um, that does include, I read a, a Christian devotional. Sarah Young, I think, is the author. Um, the one I'm reading is Jesus Calling. Just thought for the day. And it has anywhere from two to four Bible verses to, to support the, the message. Um, and my idea of praying is a conversation with God. And it can be an ongoing conversation throughout the day. Oh, this has been beautiful. I will be driving to a meeting. I remember, I'm guessing a couple of years ago, I lose track. I was going to be meeting with a woman who had a home that it had a new roof, but otherwise it was in pretty poor condition. She had, and I, I understand how that goes when people are alone, money is tight and you know, the maintenance doesn't just doesn't get done. And she was so ready to move on to her next path in life. She was going to go move in with, I think a daughter and son-in-law and help them with, you know, the, the, her grandkids. So I had done the research on her home and I thought, Oh no, I think it's worth 70 grand. I, she's going to hate me. <laughs> so I just prayed about it. And I said, God, just please give me this, the, give me the ability to be kind and courteous and compassionate with her, deliver the information in such a way that she would not be offended and know that if, if she doesn't like what she hears, I want to let her know she's perfectly fine. It, she has every right to go find another realtor who is a better fit for her, right? Oh my goodness. We had met over lunch and quite frankly, my stomach was in knots. So we're having our breakfast and we're talking about the information. And there was a pause. And she said, well, actually, that's exactly what I expected to hear. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but you know, by the time I got to the meeting, I was much calmer than I had been in the past. So that was lovely. I also listened to um, um, a Christian, it's not really a podcast, it's a video, uh, Above Inspiration is the channel. They usually have about 10 minute segments. Sometimes they have an hour. And that's what I listen to when I'm at the gym because I'm, I'm there for plenty of time, right? And it's little snippets of sermons from various pastors and it's, just so uplifting. And it reminds me, I am loved. I am forgiven. In essence, I'm just fine the way I am. And if I need help, it's totally okay to ask God for help. So ladies, I'm doing that on a daily basis. <laughs> so what I heard, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What I heard you just describe is that you have a routine of putting yourself first feeding your soul, your mind, your heart every morning, and then using the tools throughout the day to help you maintain energy. Is that the essence of the change, Alex? Yes, Deb, you are absolutely correct. And along with that was, as I mentioned, picking away Monday through Friday at my house cleaning and my chores. And I'm talking I try to shoot for only a half hour a day. So it's two and a half hours throughout the week, because keep in mind, ages ago, my idea of house cleaning was an eight hour stint on a Saturday once a month. Well, and you can imagine how exhausting that was, right? So because my home is important to me and I want to improve it, 
I needed to make time for that. Um, I'm also doing a better job of um, meal planning, shopping, making sure I have food around to eat because when I'm hungry, get out of my way, <laughs> you know? So that way, yes, I'm taking care of myself. And seriously, I had, oh, I got to tell you, Tuesday, a couple days ago, I'm on the Northwest part of Grand Rapids meeting with a good friend of mine from networking. His mom is going to want to sell her house and she's entrusting him, her son to handle the process. So we're walking through the house, you know, I'm giving him a list of all the things that need to be done, small things, because really the house is in lovely condition. And afterwards, I thought, huh, Dairy Queen is on this side of town. (laughs) Do I want a peanut buster parfait? And the first thing that came to my mind was, no, you have some chicken and little potatoes and broccoli and carrots at home, and that's going to taste so good and you're going to be satisfied and energized afterwards. I cannot tell you the last time I had that thought because I'm a sugaraholic, trust me. Yeah. It's amazing when we feed our energy and have a full battery, how much easier it is to make good, healthy decisions. And when we don't, we just, we don't care. <laughs> we don't yeah, and we fizzle. Care. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Correct. Alex, this has been lovely. I always enjoy having a conversation with you. Your bubbly and your essence and your beautifulness comes through in your mannerisms and your voice and the way you describe your stories. You are really a great storyteller. So Barb, any last words before we wrap up this podcast? No, I don't think so. I just want to as well express my appreciation to you, Alex, for, for uh, spending this time with us because your inspiration um, will certainly guide others that, you know, the path is possible and it, and it doesn't take forever to feel better. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.